In this episode, I review the Warner Brothers movie, The Lego Batman Movie. This episode is spoiler-free. Enjoy. So I'm going to start off by reading the IMDb description of this movie. There are big changes brewing in Gotham City, and if Batman wants to save the city from the Joker's hostile takeover, Batman may have to drop the lone vigilante thing, try to work with others, and maybe, just maybe, learn to lighten up. So as you can tell from the description alone, you can tell that, first, uh, Batman has to face the Joker. And that was a very smart decision by DC, considering that uh, when the Joker is used well, he is probably the best comic book villain of all time to incorporate in a movie. With that said, they also make fun of the fact that Batman always works alone, and they turn that into a major part of the plot, and they basically make fun of Batman's character and DC throughout the entire movie. You have probably heard of another movie called The Lego Movie, which came out in 2014, and it was a huge success. Uh, when a movie is a success, you know they're just going to keep on making more. And so that's why we today have The Lego Batman Movie. But this is not actually a sequel of The Lego Movie. It is rather a spin-off, which spoofs Batman and DC as a whole. Wait, does Batman live in Bruce Wayne's basement? No, Bruce Wayne lives in Batman's attic. Master Bruce, your greatest fear is... Snakes? No. Clouds? No. It's being a part of a family again. No, now it's snake clouds because you put that idea in my head. So these clips probably sounded really lame and not funny at all. And I completely agree with that. And even from the trailer when I first saw it, I thought that the jokes looked extremely lame and for little kids, and I thought it would be a very disappointing movie compared to the Lego movie. However, when watching the movie, the context combined with the timing and the visuals and the jokes made uh, the jokes hilarious. And that shows you how terrible the trailers were. Because for a movie to have so many hilarious jokes, and for the trailer to not make me laugh even a single time, shows how bad they were. Whoever made those trailers needs to be fired. Now, this is a DC movie, so you might be just as surprised as me that a modern Batman movie was actually really good. And there are so many jokes happening every second, boom, 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 that it's impossible to keep up. It's just joke after joke after joke. And that's part of what makes this movie so great. Because uh, by the time you finish laughing, you start laughing again. And part of these jokes are just references uh, to DC. And so you might be wondering what kind of jokes they made. And a lot of the jokes are actually sarcastic jokes, uh, making fun of DC and Batman, and they were completely trashing themselves. For example, during the logos in the beginning, they had Batman narrating the movie, and he was sarcastically talking about how long their logos are, and they started off with a black screen and said all DC movies start off with the black screen, and uh, multiple other things as well. And a lot of the jokes were just completely timing. And it's just awesome watching DC poke fun at its characters while making a really great movie. For example, Batman was running out of uh, a certain place. Again, there's no spoilers. This is from the trailer. And uh, Hugh said, why would I fight villains with villains? That sounds like a terrible idea. Again, uh, making fun of Suicide Squad. And uh, I was honestly expecting this movie to flop. But when I checked the Rotten Tomato ratings, it was 92%. And I could just tell that it would be a hilarious movie because the Lego movie was also a hilarious movie. So I just knew because they're made by the same people that it would be great. And I'm the type of person that cringes and completely hates it when movies make super babyish jokes um, like Kung Fu Panda. 
But uh, this movie had so many jokes and so many things that were funny to people that were older because it's not just a Batman movie and it's more of a Warner Brothers universe movie that features characters from all around the uh, DC universe ranging from Batman to Voldemort. And it was hilarious seeing how they used those different characters. And they had so many references from Batman throughout that so many that um, it was just completely hilarious. And I understood most of them. Uh, at least I think so. But I'm positive I didn't understand all of them. And so I'll tell you this now. If you're a Warner fan or a DC fan or a Batman fan, you need to see this movie. You will love it. And uh, even if you don't know much of Batman, it can be a little bit confusing to watch. However, the overall plot and theme are not confusing to watch, which makes it really good. And the visuals are really awesome. And it's hilarious, even if you just get the most basic of the references. There are some childish jokes and cliche parts that are appealing to the younger audience, like these. Batman, why did you build this thing with only one seat? Because last I checked, I only had one butt. Hey, Batman! I'm rubbing my butt all over your stuff. We're going to have to rename this the Buttmobile. So basically, uh, these jokes uh, do not outweigh the hilarious references and jokes that older people can understand. So all ages can really enjoy this. This movie has references from every Batman, from Batman vs. Superman to the much older films. So whatever version of Batman you grew up with, you will find references to that somewhere or the other in the film. And in another way, it also helped them target a much greater audience, ranging from all ages. And if I had no clue what Warner or even what DC was, I could have still enjoyed uh, the movie a lot. And the target audience is not actually mainly for people below the age of eight. But it's still a very fun movie. And uh, what was surprising is that there is actually a lot of Lego action in it. But the action looked really good because of how amazing the animation was. However, this is not a movie to see for its action. The humor and Warner references and DC references are what make this movie stand out. And although the action does make it more enjoyable, it's an overall extremely fun movie and that is entertaining for people of all ages. One thing that isn't so great about this movie is that the plot is very thin and that there's actually barely any plot. That is what makes it very different from the Lego movie, which actually had a legit plot. But the crazy humor outweighs the thin plot 10 to 1, uh, so if you're the kind of movie watcher that needs an interesting plot and a serious plot, I recommend you go watch the movie Split. And this movie does have uh, immature jokes, but it's not the kind of immature jokes you see in shows for little kids. But it's the kind of immature where it's so stupid that it's hilarious most of the time. But if you're the kind of person that can't enjoy these kinds of jokes, I do not recommend you see this movie. Although not all of the jokes land, many of them do. And the ones that do are hilarious. And it's not like the ones that didn't land weren't funny. It's that they were less funny than the even more funny ones, if that makes sense. And a lot of these jokes, again, are Warner and DC references. And I'm not going to be the one to say this movie is insanely good and the best movie ever. It's just a really funny movie that lives up to the Lego movie. And I'm saying that it's a really fun movie and the best DC movie in recent memory. Yeah. So let's get into the cast. The person who plays Batman is Will Arnett. And he had the perfect deep voice for Batman. And he played off the role so perfectly that all the jokes landed because of how perfect his voice was. Then you have Zach Galifianakis as the Joker. He did a really good job, 
But because this movie is a PG movie, he didn't have the creepiness to him, and he wasn't intimidating at all. But part of that might be that the movie spoofs his character a lot. And Michael Cera played Robin in this, and I expected the character to sound very annoying. But he actually did a perfect job. And I personally found him a little bit annoying, but the majority of other people really liked him. And he actually said that he believes Jack Nicholson's Joker was the best Joker. I haven't personally seen Jack Nicholson's Joker, but I think it's very, very safe to assume that no matter how amazing of a performance he pulled off, that he was not even close to as good as Heath Ledger. There's no chance. And there were a couple cameos in this as well. Jonah Hill was Green Lantern, and where Jonah Hill goes, Channing Tatum follows, and Channing Tatum was Superman, and Adam Devine was Flash. So Voldemort was in this movie. But Ralph Fiennes, who played Voldemort in real life, voiced Alfred in this movie. And somebody else voiced Voldemort. And that was really ironic. But overall, everybody really excelled in their roles. Your city is under attack by Gotham's greatest criminal mind, including the Riddler, Scarecrow, Pizza Delivery, Okay, are you making some of those up? Nope, they're all real. Probably worth the Google. So the Joker starts off by introducing all these villains. And most of them sound really fake, like King Tut and Eraser. But at the end, Joker says it's worth a Google, and that he wasn't even making anything up. So I looked it up, and they are all real. Yes, Eraser and Condiment King are real DC villains that have fought Batman. Wow, DC. And that's also part of them making fun of their past. So I looked at the making of this movie. And so in the beginning, they spent a lot of time doing research. They wanted people to believe that what they were seeing was real. But this movie was actually made with 3D modeling and not stop motion. And many people, including me, thought that this movie was made with stop motion. So, first they made the storyboard, where they basically just drew out each scene by hand. Then it went to get approved, and then once the scene got approved, it went to a phase called layout, where they actually put the characters and the cameras into the scene. Then... They take all of what they have uh, so far and put an actual animation into it and get them moving and doing whatever they would do in the scene. But by this point, the whole animation looks good, but it doesn't look great. And to get it to that next level, they have a lighting team uh, come in and make it look really nice and make it look as realistic as possible. And one thing they did is they would have workers work on two monitors, one on the left and one on the right. The one on the left would have the character and the worker uh, could change all the angles of the Lego minifigure. And the one on the right had all the character motions and all the character body parts that they would use on the minifigure faces. But in the software, uh, it were, they would have Legos and they worked like real Legos. The breaks in the software would refuse connections that wouldn't actually work in real life. But who knew that making movies based off of Legos could be such a huge success and such a big market? It shows that if any idea is clever or used creatively, that it can be a success. And the great part is that if they continue the theme of spoofing franchises, there's so much more they can do. For example, imagine how much they could do with Star Wars. 
But they are coming out with the Lego Ninjago movie. I used to love the TV show when I was little, but I don't know how I would feel about a legit movie. It's because this movie is going to be mostly focused on the action. And nobody is going to see this movie for its action. I guarantee it. It's the same way that nobody is going to see Lego Batman for its action, but for its humor. And I can guarantee you that if this movie is not hilarious, that it's going to be a flop. But from the trailers alone, it didn't look funny at all. But then again, I didn't think the Lego Batman movie was funny at all. But I absolutely loved it. But you can't compare Batman and Lego Ninjago. So, you never know. But I think we can all agree that we're getting tired of Batman. And this movie does a terrific job at bringing back the joy to the name of Batman. And it's the superhero movie we need, but probably don't deserve. Because it was a hilarious, really funny movie, really fun movie. I give this movie a zombie score of 8.5 out of 10. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I would really appreciate it if you subscribed. If you are an iTunes user, you can subscribe at zombiesheroes.com slash iTunes. And if you are an Android user, you can subscribe at zombiesheroes.com slash Android. I would really appreciate it if you left an honest review and gave me honest feedback. You are the best.